you, you are an idiot. And you know what they say about opinions, right? Oh, I don't give a damn. They like, eh. Don't you even start. Yes, sir. Girl, come on. I don't give a damn. I'm ready. Uh-uh. You always ready. You stay ready because you ain't got to get ready. You already know. Because it's about what? See, she's, she's on. on. <laughs> TikTok around the fucking clock. Hey y'all, we are back with another episode of To Each His Own 215 Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. I am your host, Miss Lomax, joined by my lovely co-host. Some kiss chat. I'm sorry. It's just me. <laughs> you some kiss chat. You kill me with that. <laughs> Cheers, we're back for another episode. This is episode what? 15. 15. I like that. I like 15. What does 15 mean? Like spiritually or like in like hmm. manifestation terms? I have no idea. Hmm. That is something I do not know. Should we look that up? I think I'm going to look. Yeah, I'm about to say, I think I want to look it up real fast. Should we check see. more into it? What does the number 15 mean? Because I really would like to know. Let's see mm-hmm. what this means. I see how we can manifest this into this episode. Okay. Angel number, meaning symbolism. 15 signifies the complete spiritual manifestation of life and wisdom. Okay. I like that. I like the way that sounds. I'm feeling it. Life and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Life and wisdom. I like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, we kind of, we winding down the year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, life and learning a little bit, gaining a little bit more wisdom throughout that. I like that. Amen to that. I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Me too. So, what's up, girl? What's been going on with you this week? Hey, y'all. What's up? <laughs> Don't start your ghetto shit. Nothing. It's been a quite an eventful week, but I'm just here. It definitely has been. Um, speaking of events, the events that... Y'all know we going to jump into it because y'all know we got a show favorite. Y'all know here at Teacher's Own 215, one of our favorite series <laughs> is Power. Y'all know we're going to talk about the hood shit, Power, BMF, all of that. But girl, <laughs> Harmony. Sorry. <laughs> it was the girl for me. Baby. Baby. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. That's what should have been playing. Excuse me. When they realized that Monet, mm. when the kids was all sitting there and they all like, yeah. So, no, she left a couple of minutes after you and she didn't answer the phone and mm-hmm. that type of thing. They mm-hmm. should have been like, baby, 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 baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been the perfect Let music for that segment. Yo. Because everybody's about to figure each other out well, mm-hmm. well by the time this series ends. And this was what, episode four? Four. four. We already, mm-hmm. if you act according to me, we're already halfway through the season. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I truly believe we're only going to have about eight or nine, eight to ten episodes. I firmly believe it's going to be eight. Yeah. Especially with all of the action that we're Being getting packed. in these episodes. Girl, we're episode, girl, she pulled First up on all, Carrie. She pulled up on Carrie. Baby. With the, Talk to me, niece. Talk to him. With she the hammer. Mm-hmm. Freaking... Mm-hmm. Sex and Davis is still running amok out here, like mm-hmm. and, and 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 they making sure that they try and cash out while they delay. Listen, ain't they running that bag up? They like, no, it's gonna cost you a million dollars. He put out El Chapo numbers on this nigga. Wait, then Diana took the cake for me. She, I think she tried. Me. She tried though. She said, um, can you can you flip that bag that I, I gave you for to hide it over to 
Zeke, she tried. She really did try. She tried, but I mean, it didn't work. No. He said absolutely not. <laughs> it was that absolutely for me. It was absolutely for me. It was like, 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 old, like, like niece, you thought. So, so you, so you thought we was about to just like transfer funds. Yeah, nah, it's not gonna happen. This is a different. This is a different beast here, yo. And respectfully though, because it's just like, yo, like at this point, we are all being Pardon. implicated by certain shit that's happening. Part of my social media slander, but when they said which lawyer would you go with between Proctor and Davis, I don't know. I think I'm still going with Proctor all day long. I'm going with Proctor too. Proctor used to, like somebody said, Proctor used to get you off and you could put it on credit. No real shit. I think I'm, I think I'm still going, Joe, we miss, we miss you, Joe. Proctor was riding. He like, listen, I done did some, sh- the figure out some, sh- so you can figure, f- f- win this case. So, you know, don't incriminalize Proctor me. wasn't, I think the difference between Proctor and Davis is that Proctor was smart. They're both smart, mm-hmm. but Davis is greedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Proctor didn't always base his decisions off of greed. Nope. Proctor's decisions were based off typically morality and loyalty. Mm-hmm. And trying to and survival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At one point, it was all survival shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I definitely feel where you're coming from with that, like, real shit. But you want to know what took the cake from me, bitch? It was the song. It was the real song. Zeke really has a song in real life. I forget his real his name, the actor's name. He has a real song. In real life, it's called "I Ain't Got No Hoe in My Blood." Oh, that's really his song. That's really him. That's him in the video. I didn't even recognize that was him. Yes, he just has his hair dyed. Yes, the Christian Dior jacket on up there, giving us the boys. Yes, that was him. I'm dead. <laughs> that was him. Girl, I didn't because you know he not cute. He like a little dull. I'm so. breaking up because and you want to know what's funny because I didn't think it was him neither. But what's it called? They posted it. Uh, uh, Woody posted it. On his page, and I'm just looking like he like, and the caption was something like Kang looking at y'all in the comments like I ain't got no blood. <laughs> no, because I'm sorry, Kang taking the cake, and he think he's so damn smart, mm-hmm. but honestly, I feel like Mecca is 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 in all actuality, Mecca's showing you how to do what he's doing to you. To put it plain and simple, agreed. I want to know how the fuck he put together that Zeke was his son that face. Yeah, I don't know. It must have been some. It's something that we don't know about. That even further led me to be interested in what's the age gap between the four of them? Diana, Drew, Kane, Zeke. Like, what's the who's older than who? You would naturally assume Kane is the oldest, and then it's Drew, and then Diana is the youngest. But it's mm-hmm. like, where does Zeke fall in? And that, you know what I mean? Mm, no. It was like, where does he fall? And they're like, how old is he exactly? Because I think that he's in between. He's all I think three he's of them average. I think are it's Kane, hottest. So it's like Kane, he, Drew, Zeke, and then Diana. That's, that's how I think it that's goes. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, to. or is he is he the first son? Because he's clearly a legal adult, so he has to be 21 at the least, at the very least, because of the situation with. That's uh, what Professor I'm saying. Nova. So I'm I, I started to think I'm like maybe he's the first son. Mm-hmm. Maybe he older than Kane. I'm thinking that he's the first son. Because remember, he was she was messing with Mecca before Sahada when they was kids when she was still living at home because they alluded to that. Or she could have back, had a had a the backslide yeah. moment. I'm just like, bitch. <laughs> that shit is he crazy. He put that shit together real fast and was like, put that M on my son books. Period. And that's on the game. Period. I said, damn. 
She's like, why'd you do that? And I'm just like, why are you acting so shit? Like, how the fuck I'm supposed to explain to him another man pay for? Well, bitch, you better tell him you told him that you got it from the board. The fuck? That's what I'm thinking too, because that's what he told you to go do. But honestly, to keep with the bean, I feel like he knew, already knew that the money wasn't there by the way she was acting. Right, I'm still trying to figure out who got this money. Diana took it. Oh, that was the money from that she paid for her. I didn't put that together. That's I probably that. why she went, and then I put that because she went to go go scamming. She went to go go scamming with uh, Joel Effie to get some of the money to get back. Some of the money back. Everybody was on their grind mood. I didn't even put that together. I, and by totally the way, Effie that. looked amazing in this in that she episode. She did. I said, "Come our on, Liz." Yes. She said, "No, I'm fucking scared because I barely fucking recognize you." I said, "Well, bitch, me too." Shit. Okay. That's what I said. Then I said, "But she looked good. She did look good. She did. And that was the best Diane ever looked. Ever in looked. That scene too. Yes. Yes. Because I, like I know it. I was just saying last episode how she be corny and shit. <laughs> this bitch. I really hate you sometimes. Diana, dude, and they had to give her the corniest name. Like, how many half famous bitches you know named Diana? I don't know. They just could have made her role a little bit more realistic. It should be calling her Didi. Something. Didi, Didi. <laughs> you know, something. But nevertheless, she's this so shit, scary. She need a little more pizzazz to her. Like, how your mom Monet? But sometimes it be like that. Be when your mom is like a stern woman, sometimes they do have daughters who typically are like on the other end of the energy wise. But like they might be a little more calmer and easygoing and a little more submissive than the mother. The mother is like stern and more assertive. Shit, not in my family. Everybody just. I think them. I might be a little bit more turned up than my mom. Yep. And she says, the seed of Chucky. <laughs> Nevertheless, though, this shit about to get interesting. And I, we're already recording very, very close to the weekend. So another episode is going to drop shortly after we release this. And yes. I cannot fucking wait. Yes, absolutely. Sorry y'all had to be a little bit ghetto, but this gun was real good in the moment. So, yeah. Next. What? Don't look at me like that. Anyway, you already know she already be acting up. These niggas be acting up. So, oh, another thing. So while we are still on, let's don't breathe. Let's not breeze by this. We can breeze by it if you want to, because it's not really a big thing. But the whole Mariah versus Beyonce thing. So L.A. Reid announced that he felt like that would be something that he would look forward. To I seeing. just saw that clip. Yes. and I thought her. I did think her statement was, was funny was funny mm-hmm. because it was classic shady mariah <laughs> everybody who know mariah know mariah shady as shit but on top but she did say face quote unquote That's what I said. statement she, when she was saying i'm not gonna disrespect myself, disrespect myself. nor am i gonna she disrespect myself she said i'm not gonna her. disrespect myself because it's christmas time i fucking hollered that's how you know she was being shady like, it's well, christmas bitch, time like, bitch, this is all about me mm-hmm so why are we talking about her? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mariah is classically mm-hmm. shady as shit. Yeah. That was the classiest way to be shady as shit. It really was. But way to back it up with the, you know, the whole thing. Because she did, she definitely did say that she loves Beyonce and stuff like that. You know. That's why she proceeded mm-hmm. with that. Like, I, am, I admire what, what she's what done she's for the culture. Mm-hmm. Even, even with saying that, she was being shady. I admire. Look at the words she chose to use. Yeah. I admire mm-hmm. what she's done. I'm like, Mariah, as soon as I seen that shit, I said... All right, Mariah. We knew how you was coming. We knew. I mean, well, you listen. When she smashed the pumpkins, Mimi don't give a fuck. Anyway, (laughs) 
Remember I he said me, make a meme of me. Wholeheartedly feel like Mariah is in a whole nut. That would, although I feel like it would be interesting to watch, because mm -hmm. I would be interested to see how they would put their songs, certain songs together, certain songs against mm -hmm. one another. Agreed. I just feel like Mariah still has another tear to her. Absolutely. At the very least. I mean, let's be, she owns let's be very honest. Not, let's, let's, let's her not voice is a whole nother tier. Yeah. Well, when it when she was when she when she was in her prime, it don't it don't give the same way it used to give before back in the day. It's not as it's not as crisp and clear as it used to be. Once upon a time, not saying that she and these it's, things happen naturally. Not, but and these I, things happen I, naturally. I, I, I still think as time went on, yeah, she still <laughs> again her and. To me, her and Beyonce vocal wise was never on the same level. So I don't give a damn how old they get. They never will be vocally on the same level. It's Beyonce vocally will never be able to do some of the shit Mariah can do. You absolutely right. And that's my opinion. To each his own. Two one five. Remember, I'm from Philly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Embarrassing. You got real hood. I'm not saying, but I'm not saying Beyonce is not talented. I'm not saying she can't sing. I'm just saying there's a difference between the Queen B. Well, when you're talking and about range B. and shit like that, yeah, of course. That's and, all and I'm that's saying. Even, and, and, and the Billboard charts said it said said it all. That's all I'm saying. When they compared the two. That's all I'm saying. That is all. That is all. Beyonce, and that is all. Mariah had way more number one hits. I think she had like somewhere she had like damn near twenty. Beyonce had like seven or and eight I think or for the most like part, if I can credit Mariah and her team, Mariah has always stayed in her genre. Oh, I don't yeah, feel like Mariah part. ever. Yeah, I don't feel like she ever really changed genres. I feel like she was always a happy medium mix between like that popish that pop R and B kind of, and she always stayed there. She never had to crossover because that her music always met like right there in the middle mm -hmm. you know Beyonce had this time of you know crossing over or attempting to cross over and having different styles and genres of songs to reach different audiences of people yeah so Mariah never did that so if you want to ask me I mean, it's going to be Team Mariah for me all day. Oh, Team Mimi. Okay. Cool. Cool beans. Cool beans. Yeah. But mm. we all know that's not going to happen anyway. It just was something funny to talk about. Right, because we know B not <laughs> coming to the table. But if she did, I'm just telling y'all who I'm voting for. <laughs> Listen. So, moving on. That was, you know, something a little surprise shot about. Yes. So, moving on to the next topic that we got. Mm. Let's talk about it. Texturism, because it's a thing. And you know, recently, um, when we were talking about this, well, we were just talking about Beyonce. She the one started this shit with Becky with the good hair, uh, girl. Cause if Becky got good hair, what that mean? What that mean? Adriana got right. If Becky got good hair, what does Bianca have? What does what does what does what does Sakisha have? <laughs> what does Felicia have? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the clip of Floyd Mayweather? When, Actually. During his interview? Not not right now. I don't. Let me see. No? Because that's... So, just to kind of let you guys in, that's where we got this, mm -hmm. this topic from to discuss it right now. Of course, texturism, colorism, those things are, you know, 
ongoingly in our conversation, especially as the black culture. But recently during one of Floyd Mayweather's interviews, um, where was it? With, with Nori. Mm-hmm. He was with Nori and he was talking to him in the sun. He was like, oh yeah, and your son got the good hair. Da, 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 da. And he was like, no, don't, don't. He kind of checked him and stopped him on that. Pretty much don't say good hair. You know, I like to say that he has a, a better, what he says, a, a nice grade or something like that. Yeah, yeah. he just got a, yeah. Yeah. Or a different grade or something like it. He's, he used a different terminology, can, nevertheless. We can pull it up right here. You got it? Hey, everyone. Welcome to Welcome Back to My Channel. Yeah, because I don't want to... Oh, shoot. I was trying to get it and see it. I don't want to paraphrase. I want to let us get it exactly how he how he gave it to him. Because he was very respectful about it, but he was also very Where stern. Is to this? I don't know. It's it's not playing. It's, it's not. something else. Sorry. Oh, me and damn Cote. However, I don't know what's going on with that. But what you did give a good, you did give a good synopsis as you know to what happened, uh, and I felt like that was it was important in that moment for him to correct it, you know, especially being in you know a person that's very um, influential and pe- a person that's looked up to by a lot of people or you know just seen in the public eye all the time. Everybody's so interested in what he's doing anyway, so why not you know correct yeah. that, have a moment, take to that moment to use your yeah. platform to make it mean something, mm-hmm. make it count. And I also saw something else, so. There was something on Facebook there. It says, Black dad puts racist baby mama on blast after he takes their biracial daughter to get braids. So what's basically happening in this in this situation is, it's a, you know, he gets her for the weekend and he takes her to get her hair done. Now, the dad is clearly the black, the black parent and the mom is the white parent. Mm-hmm. So the little girl gets her hair braided. Mind you, it's a simple style. It's so cute. She has it braided up into a ponytail with a, with a bally. And some barrettes on the end, and she has like a little heart on the side. It's nothing like crazy or out of this world. It's mm-hmm. really cute and neat. And so he thought that he did a good job. You know, he paid for somebody to do a god good job on her hair. And she's like, I don't care what you say. I don't like it. Never will. No. She was like, No, sadly, you're her dad, but she don't need her hair like that. And he was like, What? He and he was like, What? Sadly, you're her. But dad. she's. He said because he was his whole thing was like, What? But she's black. Like. Like why can't she get her hair braided? Like what? Like what's the problem? Like even if she wasn't like what? What if she wants? If I want to get her hair done and it looks nice and it's neat and it's presentable, what's the issue? And she, he's like, what's wrong with it? And she's like, it's ugly. My kid is more white in my eye, not fully black, so she don't need the, um those ugly hairstyles. She's like, I'm taking pretty much. I'm gonna take it out when I get her back, and I don't give a fuck what you say. That's basically her whole stance on it. She was like, I don't care. She said she don't like the beads, and she was like, um, you can treat her as if she's black, and I'll do what the fuck I'm gonna do. That was her whole deal. And I just thought that that was the saddest shit I've ever seen. And I'm so sad that he has, has to deal with... That's unfortunate that he has to deal with something like that. But, yeah, I mean... Even at the more end so of the day, a child. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you didn't think that if you laid down with this man and then y'all had wound up, you know, deciding to have a kid. And potentially, if it were to be a girl, not only would she have to be deal with, you know, trying to figure out, you know... Everybody has a relationship with their hair. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it real. It's an yeah. emotional thing. It's very... It's very and not saying that it... It, it should be something that just only represents who you are, but it is a part of you, who you are. When yeah. you look at somebody, That's the first thing you see is their face their and their face. hair. Mm-hmm. So you want to feel good. You want to, you know, feel confident. So, I mean, for me personally, I just feel like I don't know how she ever thought that having a child with somebody, a person of color, and, you know, you can't choose if they come out as a female. And even if it's a guy, who's to say he wouldn't want to have a natural fro? And like, you, you never know. can't choose with texture. That they're born. Their hair is as well. Like, I 
I have quite a few mixed family members, mm-hmm. and everybody has a different texture of hair. Yeah. Yep. Some some of their texture of hair leans more towards their Caucasian side. Mm-hmm. Others lean more towards their African American side. side. Yep. Mm-hmm. So everybody's hair is managed different. based mm-hmm. on what the it can hold. Yeah. yeah. So, but that woman is nasty. That woman is the devil, and she's fucking evil. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how he even laid down with her. Yeah, I would like to know how that even happened. Because she did, I feel like people like that normally give off their, like they like to have this red, red flag meme. That was one of the biggest memes that went around this year, this red flag shit. I'm quite sure she, Karen gave off some red flags. It's giving before. Karen, because it is giving Karen. It's, it's like, definitely what? giving Karen. And he knew. He did. He, he knew. had to. And I feel like, unfortunately, I hate to say this. And it's not just for, for black men. It's anybody who's possibly dating anyone outside their culture, their race, or whatever. But when you date someone who's outside your race, initially outside your culture, and all of a sudden, as when time passes, you feel like they start to reveal who they truly are and start to reveal their, their prejudices or their racism. No, they always give off red flags at the beginning. They do. But for you as an individual, there's some insecurity Mm-hmm. that you have as an individual that still allows you to move forward and develop a relationship with, with person. this person knowing that these red flags have arised. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what nobody says. I, I, I firmly believe that there's there's some sort of insecurity. What was it in you, young man, that allowed you to still deal with this woman and then even more so have a baby by her? Because let's go back to the hood shit. Now, if she was black, you probably would have told her to get an abortion. And I hate to say it like that, but we we know it happens. I don't know. I don't want to go as far as to say that, but what I will say is, or it that, might have been a more so of a conversation. I mean, when she's, it would have been a conversation after she said she was pregnant. It wouldn't have necessarily been no happy shit. Well, to each his own. I mean, you have your stance on that. I just feel like I do agree with the part what you're saying, where it's just like, you know. Why would you allow yourself to even have a child with this person knowing that you've seen shit like that you don't like, you know, happening? Mm-hmm. Instead of ignoring it, address it. And if you don't like the, with the conversation, if it's not something that can be correct. Because don't get me wrong here. You got to know what your deal breakers are. But then there's also going to be shit that you're going to have to, you know, compromise on and figure out how. They, yeah, if you're going you know, to date, you yeah. date outside your race, you, are, you automatically know it's hard conversations that you have to have. And on automatically. That, I just feel like why is it always like. It's always just like the like hair. It's like the appearance. It's like, is our hair really like that, that deep? That deep. It makes you think as a person that's got some of the thickest hair you ever seen. I understand. I think how it's it just jealousy. You do. You do. I really do. I think it's just. I think it's a jealous factor. And you know, again, to each his own. Call it what you want, but I do think that it's a jealous factor. I think the jealous factor comes from the fact that we can be so interchangeable Mm -hmm. with our hair and still rock it very well. Mm -hmm. There's not many hairstyles that other cultures can really engage in and it it still look like ours. Y'all can get braids. It ain't going to look like ours. Mm -hmm. Y'all can get twists. It's not going to look like ours. You can get dreads. It's not going to look like ours. Mm -hmm. You had, they have to do so much more to try to magnify and pull off the look. Then, and and again, and it still don't come out like ours. 
So I, I really think it's just the jealous factor. Like, oh, well, no, because we can't. And it's part, it's part of the suppressive mindset. Because we can't do it this way, we don't want you to do it. Right. Right. Because we can't pull that off, you can't pull that off. So since we are this one, like, type specific, mm-hmm. we're very limited or... We, they want to limit how yeah. we do things as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a, it's a part of the suppressive controlling mindset. I, I firmly I believe that that's, that that's what it is. I really do. And do you, and also like another perspective I wanted to jump in while we were talking about this topic is that like texturism comes in many different forms. And I feel like a lot of stylists actually are guilty of this mm. nowadays. Break it down. Give it to me. Because, like, for for the simple fact that, like, while I'm here, because I don't want to misconstrue, I want I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes, um, they take it like they make you feel bad for having like super thick hair or mm. super dense hair or hair that really takes time to do. It's just like, and while I understand your time is valuable, if you're giving me a great experience, top tier hair care, and the aura is all that. The service is phenomenal, and you are trustworthy. That's oh, why you honey. charging me the prices that you are, shit. Exactly. But don't make me feel like, oh. Um, don't make me feel like it's an issue at the same time. I I think I they don't realize how some shit they can they say out their how mouths can make off. you feel how it comes off. It's just like, well, damn, are you a stylist or not? Like, what can you or cannot do? And then I feel like it's people who don't tell you that they can't mm-hmm. do your hair and they assume that they can just Treat your mm-hmm. hair the way they treat other... That, I think it's like a form of reverse... Te- if, if that even... Reverse psychology. Or texturism because it's just like, okay, I'm not going to tell her that I can't you necessarily do her hair, I'm but I'm just going to treat it the way her. I do everyone else. Yeah. Or or that, or that just say something like, you know, I can't like, damn, like, you know it take a lot to do this shit or just, or, or just the opposite of that, treating it as if it were another texture. You see what I mean? I absolutely do. And I never thought about it that way. That is a very... Inter- and... Let's be clear, for the most part, it's only women who have to engage and deal with scenarios like this. That's what I said. For the most part. For the most part, yeah. For the most part. And damn, I never thought about that shit like that. Now you got me wanting to go back and fight some people. <laughs> Calm down, these. Texturism is a real thing. Like, listen. No, it definitely is. That whole hair typing thing, you know, be. Becoming a natural and figuring out, like, you know, Because I even get mad when men say, oh, well, why do you wear wigs? Why do you wear weaves? And I believe I told a story on the before, show before yeah. that I, it was a man that I introduced myself to. We had exchange numbers, and he let me know that he was not interested in women who wore weaves. He was very adamant about that. That was a deal breaker for him. And, again, no I, respect, I respect okay. deal breakers to people because, mm-hmm. listen, you going to respect mine. Mm-hmm. Shit. But the other part of that for me was it's just, like, Y'all do a bunch of shit. We really don't approve of too. How I know you don't got a motherfucking lace glue motherfucking thing up there. <laughs> or your beard. A lace yeah, front or a lace beard. front a beard lace or whatever. Beard. It's just like, just because we can be versatile, black black women specifically, mm-hmm. just because we can be versatile with our hair and with our styles, why do we have to be insulted for the versatility? Only for yep. times to change and gears to go down the line and for y'all to be on our dick and still and doing the same mm-hmm. shit. Like, I don't understand that. That really irritates me. When it comes to hair, we are the most, Im- we are the most imitated. They w- Listen, we do what they want to do. We hate it and imitate it at the same time. Like, it, it's really, it really bothers me. It really, it really mm-hmm. does. Like, I hate to hear for a guy to tell me, oh, well, I'd rather you not wear weave. 
Like, most of the men I've dated, like, legit, told me, I'd rather you not wear weave, all but the time. because you wear it, it's like, it's, it's like, like, all right, but yeah. I'd rather you wear your natural hair out. Mm-hmm. And legit, legit, I swear to God, y'all, it wasn't until the current nigga that I'm dating now, I always said, well, if I'm going to wear my natural hair, are you going to pay for me to get my fucking hair done every week? Because if you're not, I don't want to hear it. It wasn't until the current nigga that I'm dating now was like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, listen, it's like, a, I'm like, it's like a hundred dollars every fucking week, like legit. Yeah. He like, what the fuck you mean? You think I don't got a hundred dollars every fucking week to yeah, send right. you to the so fucking shop to get your hair done? And I said, well, excuse the fuck out of me. So if that's the case, man, you want me to take this wig off? Okay, right, exactly. Because <laughs> I want, I want, I want, I want, I want a little, little silver. Right, I want a little silver. <laughs> so, shit, but I feel like those statements are so bold to make to someone mm-hmm. because let's be clear. We talked about guys with the fuck we haircut because we all know I'm prejudiced against that. I don't date men with the fuck we haircut. And, she, and we she's don't... referring to the hair on the top and shades of Yeah, I'm referring the to the fade and then you just got hair. Whether it's a braid, high top, a braid, a bun, I don't care. Like, that shit looks dumb. But, again, teach his own. That's, that's just me. I'm not going to not be friends with you because of it. But you ain't going to be my nigga. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to be attracted to you. That's an automatic deal breaker turn off. Again, just for me. But... I feel like women don't necessarily make those bold-ass statements to men. We just kind of, like, deal with it. I feel like a lot of women don't necessarily like the fuckboy cut or a lot of different styles that men get unless it's either a neat set of dreads or a fly-ass curly top or a fly-ass feet low cut. But they just don't really say anything how I say something. They just kind of deal with we it. Meanwhile, we dealing with this we don't, shit every week. All the time. From the That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like we don't. We, we come at them about their choices on how they decide to dress or wear their hair. But we always getting the shit. When y'all out here getting surgeries, y'all out here getting fucking lace fronts, y'all out here doing all kinds of shit with your hair dying. Line, yeah. yeah, all kinds. Y'all doing the same shit we doing, but we always get judged for it. Always. True. Again, even down to the hair. It's a lot of shit that y- y'all men do that we don't like either. But we just let y'all do you. Because if I just snatch this motherfucking wig off, which I'm not, then y'all would say I look like Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> but again, Lil Bow Wow ain't hair because my shit go, you know, it go past my shoulders. <laughs> Lil Bow Wow. You just don't know. Shit. So, I mean, but, yeah. at the end of the day, that's, I mean, that's just, that's that. I feel like you you like what you like. You do. But when it comes to the whole. Texture, embrace it. Yeah. Love it. Figure out what works for your you hair. Word, my mouth. Figure out what works for your hair. What when you do this? that and you figure and you, and you nurture it and you practice a regimen and you try to keep it as simple as possible mm-hmm. but while good, still good. Meeting, the, meeting the needs of your hair, you will ultimately have ultimately great results. Honestly. I like, like seriously. Find a stylist that you trust. Someone that you notice, I said someone that you trust because everyone isn't trustworthy. Someone trust that you is a trust, very important key. so you can figure out what works for your texture. Because just because you have the same parents doesn't mean that you have the same hair texture. Texture of hair yep. doesn't doesn't even yeah doesn't even. You might have your great grandmother's hair, and your sister or your brother might have your daddy hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Agreed. So yeah, make it do what it do. And I also wanted to ask you one more question mm. about this. This is the last question about this oh, topic. Shit. Here we go. Um, Which one is me? Do you feel like, so I saw oh, a stylist over in UK and in her bio, bio is, well, you know, in her list of requirements to become a client, it said that in order for you to be able to get an install, the bundles that you have to put in your hair had to match the texture of your hair or they refused to install it. 
on top of that, it was a whole bunch of other shit that I didn't agree with, like, off the bat. Because I'm not coming, like, if you're giving me a weave, like, you're washing my hair, you're treating it, you're doing all of that. Like, what Like what the fuck am I here for at this point? Like, you're licensed, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Start repeat, reporting these hoes. Anyway, um, so, it was like the whole come wash thing. Uh, I mean, I understood, like, a mandatory trim if it need be because she refused to put a, a weave in your hair and braid it down and then you have crazy damage and then you just... Cause and down the line that may look like she damaged it. You you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Understood that part, but it just was like, if they want that texture hair and it's, I mean, I could see if it wasn't manageable to a point where it wasn't going to look good when you installed it. But like, if the leave out is minimal and you can't use like a product or like a certain method to get it to match that, like, you just going to turn I them down every time. One laziness or two, you don't know what you're doing. That's what I'm saying. And three, either way, I'm not fucking coming to you. That too, off the bat. Because I, I feel like it's more than one way to look at that because I could understand how you could say that, but at the end of the day, I don't think nobody's out here. Are they really out here trying it with these textures of, of hair that they're getting versus what their real texture is? Because honestly, I feel like if your hair is thick, go with wefts that are thick and full of body like your hair. But again, like you said, I'm just thinking about how hair has not necessarily changed over time, but how we started to purchase hair and get hair over time. And think about it, we used to get pretty much hair from China. Yeah. Back in the day. And we had again with minimal leave we still made that shit work. Work. So again, I that's why that's exactly why I feel like with that particular stylist you're either being lazy or you just don't know what you're doing. So you want the client to bear all of the risk with coming wash, coming doing all of this, mm-hmm. so you can just do bare minimal work because you really don't know what the fuck you're doing. And again, and or you're possibly lazy. So at the end of the day, like I said, fuck you. Okay, cool. Now that we know that, fuck them. That's 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 how I feel about that. <laughs> Seriously. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. That's I just, that's, feel you. that's that's odd. That's, that's that was crazy. Too. I was looking like whoa, and then her prices was like astronomical. I said, well, damn, she must do a good job now. Not a good job on doing nothing. Yeah. You don't do you. I'm doing everything. Mm-hmm. Bitch, fuck you. Anywhere. You know what, Cheers? We're going to the next topic. We are. Cheers. Okay. So let's talk about the honeymoon phase. And what's mm-hmm. interesting about this topic is because when you and I first talked about this, we felt like mm. this could be applied to life in more than one way. Yes. I feel like the honeymoon phase really does exist. It's a multifaceted thing. There's definitely a honeymoon phase. I'm going to tell you a couple more multifaceted. Because I don't even say that word like that. I got to look it up real fast to make sure I was spelling it right. Because I don't use a damn. I hate you. <laughs> Just saying. It is. It's like, so when you get a new job, you know how you first start working there. Everything seems Me. like it's okay. You say you. Me. I'm a, see, Me. I'm the person that nobody, especially at work, it's, it's interesting that you said use the job example first because I'm the person that work. When I come, don't nobody like me. I'm quiet. I'm the bitch. Everybody think I'm real mean because I don't say shit. I say, good morning, real stern. That's it. Come nose down, do my job. Depending on who I like over time, people might get offended because it's just like if I don't like you, you still getting honeymoon phase vibes from me. I'm done. But if I like you, you know, we'll have more conversation. It's very, it's very split down the middle. Wait a you minute. know if I like you or if I don't based on how I interact with you. 
If I only say good morning or if I only talk to you when I need to and it's because it's work-related, I don't like you like that. Or I don't care to engage with you outside of work. Right. That. Mm-hmm. If I do, then I do. Can't stand it. But that's just, that's just with work specifically. Yeah. But most people, when they hear honeymoon phase, they automatically start thinking about romantic relationships. Yeah, no, honeymoon phase at work is definitely real because you figure out who's who. Who's yeah, who, well, you that's why I stay the, quiet. Yeah, you figure out who the snitch is. You figure out who is the bet who will throw you under the bus in a second. You figure out who because everybody won't be nice to you at the beginning. And you figure they, out they're trying to figure you out and see what kind of person you mm-hmm. are and see if they can get you on their team. Mm-hmm. You see who's the yes man slash flunky. Yep, you figure all of that out. Go for yep that too. Mm-hmm. You really do figure all that shit out, and it's like. That's why I never, and, and, I, and I tell people, like, make no mistake, like, I am a very personable person. I, you know, I will, people, I think sometimes mis- people mistake that and misconstrue that for me trying to be, quote unquote, like, now, I don't want to say not trying to be friendly, but like, more, like, past friendly with them, like, past cordial, should I say. I'm acknowledging your presence. If we have a little good morning, that's okay, yeah. Not that I really give a fuck about what's going on, but if I say something like, oh, yeah, this or that is going on or whatever like that, we might just be in the copy room trying to pass time until this next hoe is getting off the copier because I got about 52 pages to scan my damn No, me, my opposite. I'm going to sit and be right quiet. I don't give a fuck about your weekend. Oh, me neither. We're not talking about weekend plans or nothing like that, but she might just say, oh, yeah, um, something like something about something in the office or something like that. I might I give feel like that's a natural like question. That. Oh, hey, how are you? How was your weekend? Good. Understandable. Fine. Because when but, you say something else, they like no. to start digging into it. Mind your motherfucking business, business well, bitch. You don't even get what I want to tell you anyway. But you just got to be, yeah. It's I don't definitely even like you in your breath stink. <laughs> you lying in your breath stink, as my mom used to say. But anyway, yes, honeymoon phase is definitely real. It really is. And I feel like I get, because I, <laughs> everyone gives their job a honeymoon phase too. Let's be real. Yeah. Honestly, what do you give your niggas though? Like, do you feel like it's after, do you feel like it's a time frame on the honeymoon phase? And it's, it's, I was really thinking about this shit as I was on my way here to record. So when do you finally take a smash at their house? I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there because that's honeymoon oh, if phase. I got, oh, if I got to take one, I got to take one. I don't give a fuck if it's the first time I'm there. I'm not going to hold it because what, what you're going to know about me, part of our conversations and getting to know one another <laughs> are, going to be, are going to be, listen, baby, baby, my metabolism is hot. And when that fibroid, <laughs> when that fiber get hot, okay. shit. Mm. So do that gas. But it's like <laughs> You so dirty. Uh we all human though. You yeah. asked the initial question. When do you say when do you pass gas? You know, when do you take a bomb? Nah, up man. At home? Excuse yourself, dog. If you don't got a fart in front of me, just get up and just like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm not just gonna sit there and fart and just make you smell it. Like, come on now. I mean, but if I can't, what are you chilling watching the movie? Get your you better not toot them cheeks up while you sitting there watching them. I mean, I ain't going to toot them up. I might squeeze them. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your I might squeeze a child. I can't see you sometimes, yo. I swear. No, I'm just like. That is so, a big thing. If you're in the mood, if you're like, 
if you're watching the movie, like, it, you, everything's going good, you're chilling, whatever, the vibe is all right. But if you're under the cover, I'm just going <laughs> to squeeze it off. And trap that shit in there so when you finally do move, you fucking die. No, see, I like to play it all. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies, listen, listen, I'm about to tell you all a little trick. <laughs> Y'all show it under the covers or whatever like that. Clearly, he on one side, and it's an empty side on the other side. So, whatever side he's on, that's not the side you too. Well, even if you're squeezing. If you're squeezing or you too, in either way, you don't want to squeeze or too his way. Okay? So, you want to kind of, like, change positions. And as you change your positions, you want to let it out. <laughs> so, as you letting it out, you can kind of, like... Lift the cover, get some air up under that bitch. So if, oh, you was dead wrong. So if he, you know, if he happened to smell it, you know what's going, get a little air. If he happened to go under the covers, he always smell it. That is so not cool. Get your lazy ass up and go excuse yourself. What if I don't gotta get up? Why you gotta know every time I got pants gas? You don't got to. You can play it off. What I'm gonna get up to do? It don't matter. I mean, sometimes that compares, but depending on the moment and what we're doing, you know, I'm not a good liar, so I can't always play that shit off. So. I'm just going to walk out. <laughs> Where you going? I don't fucking know. Depending on, as I said, depending on where we at or what we doing, I don't know. Like, we outside, of course, it's always easy. But, like. No, I'm getting up, dog. But like, what if you about to have sex and you got paid ass? Get your black ass up and go. I be trying to hold it in. Yeah, well, good, good luck with that because I don't know how that's working for you because that wouldn't work for me. I be trying to hold you in. <laughs> they do hurt afterwards because when you got to let loose afterwards, you be like, damn, that shit hurt. Yep. See, there you go. But the honeymoon phase is when you become comfortable, though, I feel like. With, with everything. doing all of that. Hmm. I feel like, and that's why I said I was thinking about on the way here, honestly. I feel like, naturally, I don't have a set time, but when I started thinking about how I've dated over time, or at least over the last five years, mm-hmm. so, I feel like between, like, the four and six-month phase is where I get, like, completely comfortable. Mm-hmm. And when I say, like, completely comfortable, it's just, like, like we can be... If we were going to go, if we were to go into a relationship at this time, I'm like comfortable. Like you know, certain yeah, things, things, especially yeah. depending on how much time we spent with each other mm-hmm. within that. You know what I mean? Because you could date somebody for four months and spend four, five, six days out of the week with them. That's a lot of fucking time. Mm-hmm. So, with that, I kind of thought, I was like, damn, I be having like this four to six month time frame with shit, and I get comfortable. So I guess you could say six months tops. It's my honeymoon phase. <laughs> By that six month ending, my fault. Y'all got y'all. Listen, either you with me or against me. <laughs> you can hate me now. That's how I feel. I'm done. Anyway, did you have a honeymoon phase with with in dating or? In, I know we talked about jobs, but I definitely got that. But, but I will discreetly go use the bathroom, like with no problem. Like, I'm not holding that shit. Like, I feel like that's definitely one of the biggest things between in romantic relationships. I will discreetly go, but he will never he will never know it, though. Like, I will discreetly, well, I will try to make it discreet as possible. I was about to say, I would try to, I, I used to try to do that, but when I stayed in there too long, they knew. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Because sometimes, depending on what I ate, it may take a little bit longer than others. Hey, yo, anyway. So, but listen, you take longer than five minutes, they know you were in there shitting. 
It takes an average of two to three minutes for a woman to go to the bathroom. Anything longer than five, anything longer than five minutes, they assume you shitting. If you go between five and ten, they might think you was in there like washing up or fixing your hair or some shit like that. Listen, you in the bathroom longer than eight minutes, they know you taking the shit. It's the eight minute marker for me. Well, now that you say that, yeah, it doesn't make sense. You can cut on the water. In the sink, so they don't hear you mm-hmm. fucking bloop bloop. All Music, you want to, you all, all you want to. Courtesy flush again. Courtesy flush is a mandatory. Courtesy, I don't care. It, it it's mandatory and it absolutely works. But I'm saying, as far as the time frame, yeah. once you hit that seven eight minute mark, they know you taking the shit. Mm-hmm. You right. Because I definitely I remember specifically one guy I was dating, and I, and this was the first time I took a shit at his house. It wasn't the first time I stayed the night, but it was the first time I took a shit. So. I was in there and I, you know, did everything we just said. Ran the water, had the little music, trying to make it see. I was all hitting the sink every once in a while to make it see like Child, I was sitting there. You can get a, a burn a match in there, John. Like I had the window open and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I came out and he like, what you was taking the shit? That's the first thing he said. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, you just going to put me on blast like that? He was like, yeah, you was in there too long. I'm like, I fucking knew. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm out to tell my aunt. I said, you know, I'm a real bitch, so you know I'm going to tell you. Yeah, well, I mean, if I got to go, I got to go. Yeah, that's what I told him. He's like, listen, I ain't got no problem. He's like, listen, you would, we all human. Yeah. I'm not going to It's just I better if they're, people... if they're, like, sleep or something or, like, not paying you no mind. Yeah. It's just, it's easier to do. Yeah. I find it, find it. That's... But if they not, I'm just like, listen, let me just have you up and go get this shit out because, like, literally get this shit out because I'm not going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> what about when you on your cycle you really don't want to be bothered and you just like you try to stay away from their house when you on your cycle but again once you get a honeymoon phase once that phase is over you just for real for real I ain't gonna even lie once I'm comfortable with fucking you and being <laughs> at your house walking around naked that's really when I'm past the honeymoon phase and if I'm at that point I'm damn sure comfortable with being on my cycle or taking the shit at your house I be just like in my own. Excuse the vulgarness in this part of the segment, people, but this is just what it is. I just be like in my own. I'm definitely more comfortable in my own space. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, I mean, again, it's like you want some of the tin pine or a pad all day. I'm done with you. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, well, I guess we passed the honeymoon phase, y'all. On we to are. the next topic. We passed <laughs> the honeymoon phase. The honeymoon phase was great. So let's talk about quick winter date ideas, good ones. What do you think? Well, first of all, let's start off with the fact that winter ain't been wintering. Now I know technically it's winter has not started yet. Yeah, as in a we couple got days about ago. a couple days. We have a couple days. So, but it's been backwards. Like it has been. But the last say today feels like it's given like in the fall today. It's like definitely given in the fall, but the over the last couple weeks. We've been having these 50, One, 60 yeah, days. Yesterday was, and it, the last two days was, was crazy. Inexplicably, inexplicably warm. warm. Yes. It was Hawaiian. A bitch was out here sweating. <laughs> I had a turtleneck and I was sweating. I felt like I needed a Tommy Bahama shirt out this bitch. Sweating, okay? I know y'all was outside acting a fool, so I was just like, mm, I don't know. But with that kind of winter, because depending on where you live at, you could have a winter like that all the time. Yeah. But I feel like. Winter dates, winter date, whether they're daytime or nighttime, you know, I love a good s'more, a good fire pit. 
You can do it, but you can go out. They have different restaurants and you know facilities that have fire pits specifically for like open fires. And oh, I saw a lot of people. Yeah, that well, with that it has all those things. So they have like the bar with like the spike, the spiked hot drink, cider, shit like that. The river rink. Everybody was going ice skating yeah. this weekend. Everybody went oh, ice really? skating this weekend. Everybody and their mom was skating for some reason this weekend. Everybody went ice skating. I don't know why. Like it, I saw it all up and down. My it's driveway. becoming more of a thing mm-hmm. because black people when we were coming up really didn't like to ice skate. I, that's why I barely ice skated when we I only ice skated like on like trips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely something I want to do. This but that's summer. definitely a good winter mm-hmm. date. Date, yeah, ice skating. Ice skating, s'mores, little hot chocolate. Yeah. I mean, Netflix and chill is hot technically parties. a winter date. It is, but you can make it. A, you can make it. Netflix, you can make it really, 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 fun. really fun and really, really chill. Like honestly, like you can have a game night with you, just you two. There's a bunch of cool I ideas. Did that recently. Me yes. too. Me too. There's a bunch of like cool ideas. You get to know your partner when you have a game night with them. I feel like a little bit more because there's things that you might not necessarily naturally think to talk about or bring up when you want to get to know somebody. So I feel like the different dynamics of interactive games really bring that out. Yeah, helps you get to know somebody, and it starts it sparks conversations. They're they're icebreakers. Yeah. Um, yeah. A game night was just like you said, a couple. Totally dope. Order your favorite um, meal. I like for yep. me. Order or cook it. Cook it. That's what I do. Yep. Recently, I just I did, did something. Yep. I did like making pizzas. Oh my god, it was so fucking fun. I came up with the whole idea, and I thought I was like, "Yo, I did something this recently." This can just be where like bad or good. Like he cooked his favorite meal. He cooked my favorite meal, and I cooked his. Okay. So we literally had two different things, but we again we both had what we wanted. There you go. So it was it was fun. Like yeah. we kind of like worked around. The kitchen or like stuff like that is again that's all part of Netflix and chill. You can go get your popcorn. Y'all can make the trip to the store. Yeah. A whole big thing is go get your snacks. Yeah. Okay. Get whatever you going to drink. Whether it's hot chocolate, you know, surprise me with a little hot chocolate with Netflix. I said, uh, yeah. Even put a little liquor in. I said, oh damn, surprise me. I didn't even know that everybody liked it. But you know, I like yeah. me a little liquor and mm-hmm. just about everything. Hot chocolate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the, what's it called? They got that too, like the hot, the hot ciders and the hot chocolate drinks. I've never like had a hot spice, cider, spice. but I really want to try it. Mm-hmm. You want to go ahead through it? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, she gets some wonders. Anyway. So, yeah, that's basically something that um, I feel like is a good universal, a good universal date. Not that everybody likes those things, but yeah. you want to do stuff that's warm and shit, like fun. Yeah. You could cook it. Cooking, I think cooking in the together, summertime, it helps so you like, bond. Why not the winter? And it helps you bond, too. Yes. It really does. Like, whether you're whether you're serious or not, whatever it is, it's just, like, something for you to do outside the bus rather than just sitting there fucking on each other all the damn time. Yeah, because that get gets boring. Ass, yeah, it does get boring. Get your ass up. Cook a meal. Cook I don't care like how many positions you try, how many toys you pull out. Having sex all the time just to have as a recreational when you don't have anything else to do, it gets boring. boring. You have to think outside the box, try new things, you know. Go on trips, explore things. Think about the things that Let's you've always wanted walk. to do. Yeah, take a walk. Think about, you know, explore some new things together. Think about things that you, you've never did before. You know, ask, ask him what are some things he wants to do that he never did before. Same same to you. Y'all share them. Think about what you guys want to do together. It's just like everything just doesn't have to be about fucking. Nope. Uh, although we like the fuck. Don't get me wrong. But. As humans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. It's a natural thing, but yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, anything else that you could think of on your mind? 
I think when it's cold outside, not not even just ice skating, roller skating, it's the time for roller skating too. Yeah. And you know me, I'm a I love a good Pocono. Skiing. Yeah, you can snow ski, snow tubing, tubing stuff like that. Like yeah. how we think we go to the beach in the summertime. You go skiing in the winter. Like I am a big winter time excursion bitch. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Hiking. That too. Camping. Y'all can do the range together. Yes, the range. Yes, the That's range typically really fun. Yes. Um. What else? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Bar hopping. Yeah, y'all can bar hop. Y'all can do that. Y'all can do that. If you like to do, and go to like um, you know, I know if you like games and shit like that, go do the arcade. That shit is fun. Yeah, that shit you is to fun. Laser tagging. Yeah. I seen somewhere in uh, Jersey. Laser like, tagging in a minute. I'm, probably. I've been laser tagging in Jersey, so it could have been. It wasn't laser tag. That's why I had to stop myself. Okay. It's like this Nerf fucking place. Oh, yo. I think it is in Jersey, you, but I think it's closer to New York. Probably. I think I know what you're talking about. Do, or do you know that like? I would love to do some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And I want to do some shit like that with teams. Yeah. With like... Yeah. Guys, even that would if we be did fun. some couple shit like guys versus girls, like we about to fuck y'all up. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, those are definitely some cute date ideas. I think that, you know... You know what? Being creative and figuring out what you... Driving movie theaters in the winter time. Y'all can't go wrong Yo, with I that. Just, somebody just said something about that, and it's so crazy that we I talked really about... I really want to go. You want to know what's coming out? What? The Matrix, and I want to see it. Yo, why are they coming out with another one? I just saw that this week. I'm like, why the fuck... I... It was never supposed to be. I've that. never been into the Matrix, so I don't even know what the. Fuck oh, is I do. See, I, 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 I was. I, I don't like know. It. I don't know what the Matrix is about. It can be applied in many different ways. Hmm. Let me see. But interestingly enough, we went from discussing the honeymoon phase to talking about like winter dates because I really do feel like, although it doesn't necessarily have to be, I do feel like winter is more so dedicated towards couples. Mm-hmm. And doing things as a like couples and families doing things as a as a group, mm-hmm. not necessarily the. I feel like it's hot girl summer versus and warm winter, warm, warm warm couples. Winter. Yeah, <laughs> warm winters because think about it. You got the holidays in the winter. Well, the, the biggest holidays in the winter. You got Valentine's Day, which mm-hmm. falls in the winter. Like all of those, like love and thankful family gathering holidays between Thanksgiving and Valentine's oh. Day. That that from November to that February. duration is yeah, mm-hmm. it's all about love and getting together and exchanging gifts and all of that other googly googly shit. Mm-hmm. You all right so, about that, ma'am? Um, I guess this was our winter segment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, this is our our weird segment. I hate you, bye, girl. Yeah, this is our winter segment. So, I think that's all we had for you guys today. Was yes. it? Yes, it was. it was. So. I know it's been a little. It's been a little bit. We gave y'all a break between our anniversary. We wanted to celebrate ourselves. We wanted to take the time out to do that. We are now back to celebrating the culture mm-hmm. and individuals in our community. So we are going to now transition to the bosses of the week. Yes, we are part of the segment. And who do we have first, Chuck? We have House of Nine. House of Nine is a black designer. This guy yes. all types of popping like ass pieces. Accessories. Yes. Um, I actually came across this designer very much so recently and I thought it was a really, really dope idea. We were having a conversation about um just black products, the culture. I was talking to them about the show. Mm-hmm. They were talking to me about what they did and I'm like, you know what? 
give me info. I definitely got to feature you on Boss of the Week. Now, it's interesting because the owner actually, I think, is lives or is moving to Baltimore, the DMV area, or has something down there. So I really want to um, kind of get into, whether you're from Philly, Jersey, Delaware, England, try, anywhere across the United States, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, we want bosses of the week from all over. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to embrace everybody in the community within our culture to give you guys your props because just because you're doing something big in your town, shit, you can you can have a tribe member in your city, absolutely, in your town that wants to embrace and engage with you. So, shout out to you, House of Nine. You are the boss of the week, week. for this week, um, and they have everything from clothes. I yeah. see they have home goods. They they got wax melts on from here. the rooter to the tutor. shoes, yes. oil blends, men's handbags, yes. they, and they got us. Y'all know it's holiday time, bitch. Y'all get your last Uh-oh. one in holiday it's shopping. It's the CEO's birthday, 26% off everything until... Yes. Oh, yes. The CEO oh, and my, myself actually share the same birthday. That's how we started the discussion. Oh, uh-oh. I'm my fault. Yes. It was on... The sale was until December 12th. Sorry. December 12th. Read, okay. So, yeah, we're Sorry, a little... We're about a, little a couple weeks late. But, yes, that is how I found the, the owner because the CEO and I actually do share the same birthday. So, that's how the conversation started. Absolutely. So... Big shout out to you, House of Nine and Bustle of the Week. Keep doing your thing. Tribe, check some things out. Get your last minute holiday sales on from House of Nine and all the other good shit that y'all get yourselves from. Mm-hmm. So, secondly, y'all know we always give y'all two. Y'all know we always give y'all two. The second Bustle of the Week is a young man, Brandon. Studying never stops is his brand. Studying never stops combines fashion and education just influencing and encouraging the culture that no matter what you're studying, that you can always be fly while you're doing it. So whether you study in the streets, whether you study in the books, because you know we can have street smarts and book smarts, just saying, you can be fly while you're doing so. So mm-hmm. the brand has bags, they have caps, yes, they have they casual brand wear. And again, this brand was created by a young man. I'm not sure exactly how old he is, but he's, he's not even in his teens yet. He was 12, he was 12 when yeah. he just recently interviewed him back in um, July. On, um, yes, 6-8. this young man is not even in his teens. And if I'm also correct, he's from Philadelphia. Yes, he is. He, I think he's yeah, from Uptown, Mount Airy, one of the two. Yes, one he's two. from our city. So mm-hmm. to each his own 2 and 5 tribe, salute we you. want you guys to salute this young man studying never stops. One of our own building our community and uplifting us all over yes he actually um takes 10 percent of his proceeds from his uh from his business and donates books to different places like barbershops and places like that where people anywhere somebody can sit for stationary for like a few minutes and just pick up a book and read a couple pages because he feels like you know the same way i feel honestly you never stop learning so that's something that's i think that's really great and i think that he's off to a great start yeah he's um speaking and all that and he's Mm -hmm. been a business owner since he was nine so I think that's amazing. Like, so shout out to you, Brandon. Keep doing your thing. Yes. You got a good head on your shoulders, and we love to see it. Yes, and we love to see Support that young it. man. I think he also, you can also um uh, link up with him in Cherry Hill Mall, is it? I think he has like yes, a, stand a pop-up over shop. There. Yeah, pop-up that's shop. A, yep. So absolutely. go see him over there. So go check him out, y'all. Yes. Brandon, we love to see what you're doing. House of Nine, we love to see what you're doing. You always got a, a family here at the tribe at Teach His Own 215 podcast. So Keep doing your thing. So those are our bosses of the week, you guys. So support the two of them. And send us anybody that you feel like may have a product or service that you feel like deserves a shout-out in the community for the bosses of the week. And we will be more than willing to check them out and give them a shout-out here on the show. And highlight them and celebrate them. Absolutely, because y'all know we all about... (laughs) 
doing that dad on the community. How you do that dad? I was watching Jamie Foxx recently. That was my shit. Back in the day, he was like, how you do that That's so dad? funny you said that because I literally was listening to the Unpredictable album all day yesterday. That's my shit. Yes, that's the, yes, that's that album. Girl, right that there. album was Good. I think everybody in our era really loved that album for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Like, and it was underrated. Between, it was underrated. I think everyone between our age and like like that four or five year span, mm-hmm. kind of between us and the old heads, we got down on the good foot today. Don't June. play with it. Okay. Say, Surprise. We do not own our own rights to this music. Period. We anyway. don't, but that's my shit. <laughs> Jamie, I like what you did there. We see what you did. We see what you did and we see what you're doing. But. I guess that pretty much wraps up this episode, episode 15 of, what was it, Angel and man, Wisdom yeah. and Life? Yes, yes. That's what the number 15 wisdom, represents. Wisdom and Life, Wisdom and Life. Yes, yes Wisdom yes. and Life. So as we conclude episode 15, we want to again remind you to support and shout out our bosses of the week. We are here. And keep up with us on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Because we are there. We are there. Yep. Yep. So, before we let this go on anymore, I am your host, Miss Lomax. I am also your host, Sunkissed underscore Chalk. And, and together, together we, we are to each his own. That's 215 because we from Philly, bitch. Bitch. Bye. Bye.